This portion of the podcast is brought to you by the Voice of the Martyrs at persecution.com and MyPillow. MyPillow.com and use the code word REBEL. And now, introducing the champion, fighting out of the red corner, he is a brawler. Standing 5 feet 10 inches tall, fighting out of Harlem, New York, USA, presenting the podcasting champion of the world, Ryan the Disruptor, the Champ is here, what's up, hope you're doing well. I was just on Facebook emailing or texting or messaging back with a mom and on some mom's pages or posts, and I just thought, you know what? This is going on all the time. I see it all the time, and I thought, I'm going to share it with all the rebels out there. I need to turn the volume up. Check, check. Back to better. So, the topic came up of... Not MyPillow.com, but MyPillow.com sponsors the podcast. Code word REBEL gets you a big discount off the four-pack of pillows. But this one, kids, video games, and porn. And a mom was saying, uh, my kid plays Fortnite. Does anybody let their kid play Fortnite? What do you think about Fortnite? Um, and the overwhelming response was fear. The overwhelming response to this mom was fear. Like, oh, have you heard what happens to screening kids? Too much screening kids. And, oh, this causes your kid to be addicted to it immediately. And then it's all kinds of problems. Uh, just say no. We have no video games in our house. All That was the majority of it. And I posted my thing about, hey, we set boundaries. And this is when we let our kids play it. And we turn off notifications and communication. And blah, 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 and how funny I think it is for white kids to be doing Fortnite dances all the time. Um, and then I checked back a while later because Facebook keeps telling me how many people comment on it, and it was fear, 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 fear. And the general consensus was, just say no. Just say no. Don't let it in your house. It's going to swallow your kids. And I was like, oh, my goodness, you know, video games have been around for a long time, and I got hooked on them in the 80s, hardcore. I loved video games like nobody's business, and I was working for my dad for a whole summer. Uh, I was probably 14, maybe, somewhere around that age, and he would give me $3 for lunch, and I found a local arcade that for $1.25, I could get two taquitos and a small cherry Coke, and I'd spend the rest on video games. And I did this every day, five days a week, or however many days I was working, three days a week, five days a week, I don't know. Back in the day, you want to know what I was doing? Uh, back in the day, they would reuse cassette tapes. People would send in their old cassette tapes, and I would peel the labels off of cassette tapes, and if you couldn't get it with your fingernail, you'd get a razor blade. And I would peel labels off cassettes, and then I would give them back to focus on the family, and they would relabel them, re-record over what whatever was on it, and send it back out to people and reuse them. We were recycling back in the day. And at the end of that summer, my dad found out what I had been doing. I didn't think I was doing anything wrong. I thought I was being wise with my money. He found out what I was doing and made me pay back 
all of that money. He calculated how much I had spent on video games versus lunch and made me pay all of it back. Never forget that lesson. And here's the thing. Fortnite, Curtis, is a video game that is immensely popular these days with, well, anybody that's a gamer, it's super popular. I was going to say with 12-year-old boys, but it's popular across the board. Uh, pro sports athletes are playing it. Uh, it is a crazy, crazy game. Um, yeah, it's a video game. There's Minecraft, there's Roblox, there's Badland, and there's all kinds of video games. Fortnite is a huge popular video game. And here's what I'm telling you. If all you're going to do is say no to anything that might be dangerous or... I don't want to say addictive because obsession and addiction are very, very different things. You're not going to AA and finding Fortnite addicts at AA at 6 in the morning. You're just not. The addiction is very, very small, and we throw that word around like crazy. We throw the word addiction around, especially at kids. Your 12-year-old isn't addicted to Fortnite. Your 12-year-old has poor boundaries and poor self-control with a game that's really, really, really fun to play and is designed for their little brains. It wasn't designed for your brain. That's why you're not attracted to it that much. But it's designed for your kid's brain, and they love it. That's not an addiction. It's an obsession. And when all you do is say no to your kids, then you're robbing them of a healthy conversation. Okay? You're robbing them of learning boundaries, of learning self-control, and having a healthy conversation about life and about things. Now, if you want to remain safe, safer with your kids, in all the video games Lincoln plays, we turn off any communication feature with any other player, right? Because other parents let their kids curse, and I don't let my kids curse. I might sometimes, I don't let my kids curse. I don't think it's a good thing for 12-year-olds to get into at this age. Uh, whatever you do as an adult is your own business as an adult. But I don't want other people saying things to my kid when I can't hear it. Uh, the other thing is we don't have computers or video games in bedrooms. It's in public, in the open, in our front living room where everybody can see and hear what's going on. We don't do headphones on video games. Okay. So, it's boundaries. Those are good boundaries. Oh, my kid fights with me all the time. You don't have to fight with it. Just set up boundaries. It's you that's fighting with your kid. It's not your kid fighting with you. You're the adult, right? You set a boundary. You keep a boundary. That's it. By the way, if they want to fight with you over the boundary, then you pull the boundary back. Hey, if you keep asking me to play this game when I've told you you can't play it until X day then on that day, we're going to take another hour away. Every time you ask me, we take another hour away. By the way, you will end that fight just like that. Or the game goes away and there's no fight at all. Ta-da! But it allows you to be a parent. Here's the thing. Most people don't want to be parents. 
Most people don't want to be parents. They want it to be easy. And guess what? Parenting isn't easy. Your little monsters aren't easy to raise. I speak to high schoolers now and I tell them all the time what stinkers they are and how hard they are to raise and how we get our hearts broken all the time and we do it a million times over again. So be a parent, a real parent, set some boundaries and keep it. I'll tell you what we do in our household. You do whatever you want and I don't care what you do. Do whatever you want. And by the way, don't take my boundaries and force them on your kids and then blame it on me. People did that with my dad all the time. Well, Dr. Dobson says this, and now we're going to do that. Be your own parent. Set your own boundaries. In my household, we have no screens on until 7 in the morning. No screens. No TV, no Netflix, no anything until 7 in the morning. My kids wake up early. They're not allowed out of bed until 6 because they'd wake up earlier if you let them. But no screens till 7. There's no video games Monday Monday at all through end of school on Friday. They're only allowed video games Friday afternoon around 3 when school ends through Sunday evening at bedtime. Do they like that rule? No, they don't like that rule. Guess who doesn't care and has got two thumbs? This guy. I don't care. They don't have good self-control at 12. They're not supposed to have good self-control at 12 because they're stinking 12. You get to have good self-control for them. Does he ask his mommy if he can play during the week? Yeah. When she asks me, what do I say? No. No, they can't. They can't play. Every now and then, and I mean every now and then, maybe once a month, something extraordinary happens, something big happens, they push themselves so far above and beyond that I'll give in and I let them play a token. That's what I call it, a token. A token is 30 minutes of screen time. That's the other thing we do. We don't just let them play from uh, Friday after school until Sunday when they go to bed 24 hours a day. No. We have a token system. They get X number of tokens based on how they were during the week, if their chores are done during the week, if they've done reading, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, for their brain during the week. Then they get X number of tokens. They can turn those into mom and dad for video game time or for screen time. If he wants to watch Dan TDM. Here's the other thing, too. Parents are like, my kid likes to watch other people play video games on YouTube. Yeah, and you watched the Super Bowl on Sunday. It's the exact same thing thing. It's just that you're an old fart and you don't understand it. I get it. I didn't get it either, except my 12-year-old likes to watch Dan TDM play video games online. And I don't care. I just don't care. I'm the parent. I set the boundaries. I set the rules. And they get to follow the rules. That's it. You get to be a parent, and you have conversations with them about all of these things. Well, why can't I communicate with the other people on my team? Because I don't know who those people are, and I don't trust their language around someone I love so much. Well, everybody else gets to... No, they don't, and I don't care. You're not their kid. I'm not that kid's parent. I don't care what your friend gets to do. What we do in my house, because it's my house. It's not your house. It's my house. Who got two thumbs and pays the mortgage? This guy. You buy your own house? Do whatever you want. And you'll get to very, very shortly. By the way, here's what I've told my son that he can't figure out. If you would read as much as I do, I'll let you play video games every single day. And he's like, 
oh, and he doesn't read like I do. If he would, I don't care. If you read as many books as I do, if you read as often as I read, you can play all the time because I'm not worried about that. What we're worried about is an imbalance in our children, an imbalance of learning, an imbalance of outdoors time, an imbalance of structured play, an imbalance of unstructured play, an imbalance of imagination and creativity, right? That's all you're worried about. So you figure out what that is for you. How often does your kid need to be outside? How often do they need to be doing exercise? How often should they be playing Legos or drawing or creating or art? I just walked in the house. My kid's got the glue gun out and two paper bowls and a bunch of yarn. And he's gluing and yarning. And, and I go, what are you making? And he goes, I don't know. <laughs> awesome. I don't care. You're not on the screen. You're making something creative. You're just trying to figure it out as you go along. He's gluing and, and stickers and all this junk all over it. It's made a huge mess. I don't care. I don't care at all. Because I said, do something with your brain. Do something creative. And I walk out, what's he doing? Something creative. Right? That's what you want. And when it comes to porn, here's the thing, parents. If you don't have... Uh-oh, I just broke my mic. I can't believe it. If you don't have a filter on your internet in your house, you're asking for trouble. Okay? We use something called Circle. I'll find our code because you can get a, I think you can get a discount on it and it helps us out a little bit. But Circle is what we use. It goes in between the internet and your router and you can set up bedtimes where the internet turns off on certain devices. You can set time limits on apps like Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, you can look at it and find out how much time your kids are spending on all those different apps and have actual conversations. How much were on Facebook yesterday? Like 20 minutes. Uh, Circle says an hour and a half. Oh, wow. I thought it was just like a little bit of time. Yeah, it's an hour and a half. It's a long time. What were you doing on there the whole time? Uh, and then you have an honest conversation with your kids. Conversation, communication, building relationships. That's what you're looking for with your kids. Communication, conversation. But Ryan, that's so hard. I know. Welcome to parenthood. Ta-da! Parenthood. It's hard. And when it comes to that, talk to your kids about porn. It sucks. Sorry. I shouldn't use that word, but it stinks so much. I hate it. I hate having to talk about it. But you do, and that's just all there is to it. In fact, you know when I had to talk about it? We saw Spider-Man Homecoming. I think that's what it was. It wasn't Spider-Verse. Unbelievable, totally amazing. I loved the Spider-Verse so much. It was the one before that. And Spider-Man is in high school, and his little friend is in the computer lab at night trying to help out Spider-Man. And then the teacher comes in and goes, What are you doing? And the kid goes, Um, looking at porn? And then the whole theater laughed, and I was like, oh, my God. I could have punched Spider-Man in the face so hard right then. And my kid's like, Dad, what's porn? And I'm like, oh. And then we're driving home. There's a giant billboard in our city that says struggling with porn in huge letters. And so I had to loosely explain what porn was to my son. Uh, and about where we got was naked people on the computer. And he was like, oh. like the look on his face was so precious because he's so innocent. But at 12, there's a 90% chance he's going to see porn this year. That's what the statistics, the studies show statistics say there's about a 90% chance someone or something will show him porn this year. 
and I would hate for that to happen. By the way, it's how it happened to me. I was about 12 years old, and my best friend in the whole world that lived down the street found a VHS tape under his dad's bed and didn't know why it was hidden and popped it into the VCR and turned it on and brown chicka brown brown there was porn. And the next time I came over, he was like, you're not going to believe what I found. And I was like, oh, my goodness, what's that? And he put it on, and I saw porn for the first time at around age 12. And here's the truth. My parents hadn't talked to me about it yet. I didn't know what it was or what it was called. And I certainly didn't want to talk to them about it at that point. And I didn't. I didn't tell them that scenario happened until years and years and years later. In fact, a few years later... My dad was asked to study pornography by the uh, Surgeon General of the United States and to make a ruling on what he thought about it. And it was bad, and he said it was bad, and he said it was going to hurt America, and they made some laws about that. And we can talk about that someday if you want to. But I've now talked to my son about that, and here's what I told him. I said, hey, man, there is a high probability that somebody is going to try to show you porn. One of your friends will try to show that to you. And he's like, I don't think any of my friends would. Yes, they will, okay? Yes, they will. Somebody will try to show you porn probably this year. And here's what I'm going to tell you. Hey, dude, if you will leave that situation immediately, turn your head and bolt, and you come tell dad, I'll give you $100. And he was like, what? I'm like, that's right. I'll give you $100. He goes, well, what if I just tell him to turn it off? I go, nope. You can say, turn it off, you turn your head, you don't look at it, and you leave. And he goes, well, can I make an excuse? And I go, dude, you can lie through your teeth. You can say you're sick and you want to throw up. You can say, my parents said I had to come home right now. I don't care what you say. If you will leave that situation and come tell me, I will give you $100. I was telling my mom that today, and I just... I'm so concerned about it. I'm so, I love my kids so much, and I know it's out there. I know it's waiting for him. And here's the thing, people. Why am I so, hello, hello? My mic just broke. Oh, I can't believe it. Check one, two. Anybody that's on there, can you still hear me? Text in the comment session quickly if you can hear me or not, because I can't hear me at all. Man. Anybody, Angela, Julie, Catherine, Curtis, anyone, can you hear me? Hello? Okay, good, thank you. I can't hear me on the mic. Oh, I can see the thing up there. It's still working. I appreciate it. I said, listen, it might get awkward, right? It might get awkward, but please come tell me anyway. And here's why I'm saying this. Because here at Rebel Parenting, I get all the emails from the moms who are struggling in their marriage because their husbands are looking at porn. Do you understand that? I get all the emails. I get all the phone calls. I've been hearing about this since I was little. My dad got thousands and thousands of letters that focus on the family from families destroyed by pornography. I understand what it does to homes and marriages. I understand that, and I don't want it to get introduced to my kid at this early of an age. I want them to be allergic to it. 
lie your head off, man. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. If you'll leave and you'll come home and tell dad, 100 bucks. In fact, in the middle of that conversation with that mom, I went and re-upped it. I went in and talked to him and I was like, hey man, remember we've talked a little bit about porn? He's like, yeah. I'm like, has anybody showed you that? Have you seen that before? And he was like, hmm. And I was like, oh my goodness, what's he seen? And I go, hey dude, anybody shown you naked people on a computer? And he was like, no, oh no. He's like, I was just trying to think of like, if we had seen any movie that was inappropriate or something like that, like anything in a movie that was inappropriate. I'm like, dude, you've never seen anything like that in our household or with me. For sure, you've not seen that. And I go, hey man, here's what I want you to know. If you'll leave, if you'll run away, if you'll come home, 200 bucks. He was like, what? I go, I go, does it need to be more? And he's like, no, no. I go, 250? And he's like, no, daddy, it's fine. I go, I will give you 200 cash. I don't care what you spend it on. Fortnite skins, Rubik's Cube, I don't care. I don't care what you, you spend it on candy. I don't care. But I will give you 200 cash if you leave that situation because that's how much I care about it. That's how much. And if all you're doing is saying, we're never going to have the internet in our home, then you're doing your kid a disservice and you're not helping them. You're not helping them in any way. You're not giving them boundaries. You're not giving them good conversations. You're not building that relationship with them. You're not saying, hey, it's going to happen at some point. It's going to be out there. Whether you're in college or in high school or at school or somewhere, it's going to happen. And if you will leave, I will reward that good behavior with something that's astronomical to you. I had a ministry leader call me and he found out after two weeks, his kid was looking at porn, two weeks of looking at porn. I mean, all the time. And how did it happen? He was at lunch at a public school with a friend looking for a table to sit at. Their regular table was full and they saw a half empty table and then four boys at the other end of the table. And they're sitting on the empty end and there's four boys gathered around a phone whispering. And they're like, what are you looking at? And they were like, come look. And at public school, at lunch, in the schoolyard, in the cafeteria, he saw porn for the very first time. And guess what? Nobody had talked to him about it ahead of time. Nobody had said, somebody might try to show this to you, and here's what you do in that situation. Nobody had talked to him. Do you get it? Talk to your kids. Be a parent. Be a parent. Do the right thing. Do it ahead of time. You don't have to go into super detail. Whoa, they might be having sex and da-da-da-da and have all those conversations. Naked people on a screen, done, okay? Naked people on a screen, bolt. Get out. Do whatever it takes. I was going to do like 10 minutes on that. It's been 20, 21. Hey, I appreciate all the emails coming in. I appreciate it so much. It breaks my heart. I cry with you. I weep with you. I show it to the Atomic Mom. Laura and I look at that. We pray for you guys. Man, your vulnerability, your honesty, I am all about it. I'm all about it. I appreciate it so much. Okay? There is help for this stuff. There is. You can get help. But I'd attack it ahead of time. And just saying no didn't work for Nancy Reagan. It didn't work with the war on drugs. It doesn't work today. Just say no doesn't work. It never worked. That was such a catchy slogan that never worked. I don't care. Nancy Reagan went on different strokes and talked to Arnold and Willis about it. It didn't work then. It didn't work. Go to rehab centers. See if just say no works. Go to church. See if just say no works. It doesn't. It doesn't. But honest, open, vulnerable communication does work.
It works. Cool? I love you. Champ is out. Peace. The champ is out. The champ is out.